This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 38, Habit Relapse, What to Do If You Fall from Your Diet or Good Habits, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hello and welcome back to a Wednesday edition of Optimal Health Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik, where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. Now here's my inspirational quote for today. No matter how slow you go, you're still lapping everybody on the couch. Now I felt this quote complemented today's topic really nicely because today I'm reading a post from Leo Babauta, a master of habit building. Now, before we get into it, you might have noticed there are no ads in this show, which means we actually don't make any money from it. So at the end of the episode, I'll briefly mention how you can show your support, financial or otherwise. But for now, let's hear from Leo and start optimizing your life. Habit Relapse, What to Do If You Fall From Your Diet or Good Habits by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. A few people have written me recently about falling off their good habits, a relapse after months of healthy eating, or getting derailed from good habits they've been forming like exercise or writing. It's discouraging to fall off your diet or good habits, and you can get to a point where you don't even want to think about it. So what to do? How do you deal with a relapse? There's no easy answer, to be honest. I've, quote, failed and restarted a number of habits, and I now think of relapsing as just another part of the process. We're constantly learning about ourselves as we change our habits, which is the real point of habit change. It's self-learning, not self-improvement or self-discipline. We learn about our minds, about feelings of guilt and frustration, and about coping with these feelings. There are no easy answers, but I'm going to share some things you might try. Number one, pause to reflect. One of the biggest problems is that when we don't even want to acknowledge our relapse, we avoid thinking about it. So the first step is to take a slight pause in your day and reflect on where you are. You were doing great, then you slipped up. It could have been for a lot of different reasons, but just know that you're not alone, that we all slip up, and that the forces that we're facing can often be too great for us at our weakest points. And that's okay. Reflect on this and know that it's not the end of the world. Number two, acknowledge your feelings. It can be difficult to get off track and we can feel like failures, feel discouraged, feel frustrated with ourselves, disappointed, sad, alone, tired, angry, sometimes multiple feelings at once. It's okay to feel these things. We often try to avoid thinking about these feelings, but just for a minute, give yourself space to feel them, to really see them inside yourself, and accept these feelings as a part of your experience. Number three, give yourself compassion. If you're experiencing some of these difficult feelings, after acknowledging them, Try giving them some love. Imagine if a friend were feeling pain. Wouldn't you comfort your friend, give them a hug, listen to them, and be compassionate? We deserve to treat ourselves with that same love and compassion. Listen to your mind's difficulties. Wish for your own happiness. Give yourself a virtual or real hug. Give yourself some love. It's okay to feel these things, and it's okay to wish for an end to your difficulties. Number four, focus on the intention. Why did you start the good habit in the first place? Was it to nurture yourself, give yourself the gift of good health, allow yourself creative expression through your writing or painting or music, etc.? Was it to help others? 
These intentions are important to remember to help yourself get back on track. You got derailed because you forgot your intention or other priorities became more important. Now decide whether your intention for this habit is important enough to devote some time to. If so, keep your intention in mind as you get started again. Number five, take the smallest step. With this good intention in mind, what is the next step you can take? Can you make it even easier? For example, instead of overhauling your entire diet, can you eat just one carrot or one apple? Instead of doing a weekly workout plan, can you go for a five-minute walk or do one push-up? Taking the smallest steps helps you reaffirm your commitment to yourself and your intention. Then you focus on the next tiny step. Number six, there is no past, only this step. All the relapses, all the failures, all the troubles, these now exist only in your head. Instead of dwelling on them, try focusing on the next tiny step. What is that like? Try to fully experience it and see that in this moment, this small action is not difficult. In this small action, you are okay. Let go of everything else that's happened and be here with your intention and your current action. And number seven, approach the learning with curiosity. We often think, oh, I have no discipline or I suck at this or some other thought about ourselves or about the new habit we would like to form. These are preconceived ideas about ourselves or the habits. Instead, try going into the next small step with an open mind, not knowing how it will be. This new habit, or old one revisited, is not a robotic action you're trying to create in yourself, but rather a part of a learning process where you learn more about yourself. In this spirit of learning, approach the process with curiosity, openness, and not knowing. See what it's like. Try to appreciate every little detail about the habit that you can notice. I don't pretend that this is a quick fix solution, but these elements often have very good effects for me. I am not perfect in doing these steps by any means, just as I'm not perfect at doing my habit. But in the process of learning about myself, in the failure and restarting and finding out, the habit I am doing in all its messiness is absolutely perfect. You just listened to the post titled, Habit Relapse, What to Do If You Fall From Your Diet or Good Habits by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Hey, it's Dr. Neil again, and here are my two cents. Far too often, we rely on our willpower to get things done, especially when it comes to health and fitness. But what many don't realize is that willpower comes and goes. Depending on the type of day you had or the kind of night's rest you received the night before, your willpower may be really high in the morning and then might come and go throughout the day. Willpower is very much influenced by our mood and what's occurring around us. So you may have noticed that after a particularly stressful day at work, when you come home, you're just not willing to make that nutritious meal you had planned out the day before. And if this has happened to you, congratulations, you're a human being. Just like the rest of us, our willpower comes and goes. When we are mentally stressed and exhausted, the last thing we want to worry about is how am I going to squeeze in that workout or eat those carrots that I'm supposed to eat. And so what I really love about Leo's post is that it doesn't rely on willpower. It's just about taking that tiniest step forward. That's it. And what we're finding is you don't need willpower to do small little things like that. To take the smallest step requires very little willpower. So instead of forcing yourself to go for that mile run after work after you've had a really rough day, can you get yourself to just put on your tennis shoes? 
I guarantee you'll be able to put on those tennis shoes even after a long day if they're sitting right there next to the front door when you walk in. Now, why would putting on your tennis shoes be so important? What's the big deal? Well, chances are once you've done that small step, you'll tell yourself, oh, I could probably go for a five-minute walk. I could spare that kind of time. And then when you're on your five-minute walk, you're kind of enjoying it. It may turn into a 10-minute walk or maybe a five-minute jog. And the next thing you know, you've squeezed in a really quick workout and now you feel so, so much better. That's the power of one small step. Now, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I don't read any ads to you and this show actually loses money every month. So if you wanna help keep it going, there are actually a bunch of different ways you can show your support, financial or otherwise. Just visit oldpodcast.com and find the how to help page or you can go directly to oldpodcast.com slash support. Anything listed there is a huge help to us, and I thank you in advance for that. So thank you again for listening, and I'll see you in about 24 hours where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.